0: hey y'all it's your girl maria the spiritual homegirl and we are here on a homegirl thursday with another episode of the spiritual homegirl podcast now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friends out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land. You over the last 317 plus episodes for the last six and a half years have lent me your ears whenever you decided to tap in with your girl. And I really appreciate that. First things first that y'all already know, if you have not downloaded my zero or regret zero checklist, what are you waiting on? People like to ask me all the time. I'm going to keep saying this. People like to ask me, how do I do things? What makes you this? How do you transmute this? How are you able to live your life with this mindset? What created this mindset? What do you do? I'm trying to tell y'all what I do. So if you're curious to know how it is that I do the way that I do things and how I'm able to live life in a place where is zero regrets, even through some of the lessons that were not so easy, click the link in my show notes to get your checklist, boo friends. Okay, don't sleep. So I wanted to talk about this episode. Um, This topic has been on my heart for years. And the words started to come over the last, eh, within the last 60 days. And even then when the words came, they weren't always as concise. Like the energy of the words were there and they were kind of there and I had to kind of sit a little more with the concept and with the words to kind of get more concise, right? So the word healer, (laughs) the word healer is a little tricky because it's It's interesting to me, the way like I don't know if you all saw my Instagram post, I posted an oldie but goodie about, you know, the word spiritual, you can still be spiritual and not have to talk a certain way and put yourself in a box, even within that label, because when you ask different people about what it means to be spiritual, you're going to get different answers. You put 10 folks in a room and ask what their version of spiritual is, you're going to get 10 unique answers relative to their experience or what their perception is about the word. So I was like, you know, healer is starting to get into that, that subjective um, territory. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, the word is not hitting like it used to because of certain misuses of the word. And certain misconceptions of the word. Again, this is just my professional, personal homegirl experience in, um, in commentary on the subject. But I wanted to get into what does it mean to be a healer at the bare minimum and when I say bare minimum I mean the dictionary definition and you know we can discuss etymology and some of the slightly controversial (laughs) energies around that but according to Oxford languages a healer is a person who seeks to cure diseases or heal injuries by means other than conventional medical treatments um, a person or thing that mends or repairs something or something that alleviates distress or anguish. And I've seen three mistakes with the word healer. And, and those three mistakes are why that word healer ain't hidden like it's supposed to in the age of social media spirituality. So mistake number one, people are using this term. and I'm And when I say these things, let me give a quick disclaimer. When I say these things, y'all know, as I've I've said over the last eh, 300 and some episodes, 317-ish episodes, and for the last almost seven years, I will always maintain that I am never, never above my own advice and I am never above the collective, ever. So when I say these things, I'm not exempt from anything that I say. um, Unless I say that I'm exempt for whatever reason that I say I'm exempt from. So another thing is that, Another thing is that when I say these things, it's not in totality, okay? Like, it's not all people. It's just a certain group of people that I'll be referring to in this episode. And also that third disclaimer is that this is not a sub-episode or subliminal or anything. No. It's just what I've observed over the last 13 years or so when it comes to social media spirituality and how it has evolved. Uh, About 13, 14 years. Anyway, long story short. That's what made me decide to do it. And those are my disclaimers when I address it. So mistake number one, people are using the term to place themselves over others. I I don't know. I mean, a lot of things. Well, I do know it's marketing. So let's get into marketing real quick, right? You could sell salt to a slug and you can sell (laughs) bottled water to the ocean if you market it. Properly, if you market it fire enough, if you make it sound sexy enough, if you have the right visuals, you use the right color psychology, you know, your buying audience or the audience that you want to engage with, whether they buy or not. If you learn enough about folks, you can sell them anything, even stuff they don't need or even ideas that don't serve them. Oh, you might want to hit that that 15 second rewind. You might want to hit that real quick because I just said a bar. The reason why this is a mistake and the reason why people are using this term to place themselves over others is because there's a need to sell something. There's a need to market something. Now, as y'all know, I've said previously, I can always share my agenda because it's pure and it has good intentions um, in terms of what I aim to do with spiritual hunger. I've talked about it for many years in terms of what I aim to do. Um, And that is to positively impact millions of people to let them know that the power of their mental health and their spiritual and emotional health is within their hands in practical ways. See, nothing funny there. Um, It's about helping people, you know, recognize their own personal power. And clearly with episodes like these, that's what I do with my speaking engagements. That's what I do with the books that I've done. That's what I do. So I've always been very open about my agenda because it can be made public because at the end of the day, I'm a conduit. Yes, but it's to help people outside of myself in the end. And I enjoy it so much. So, you know, but in other cases, Sometimes some people need that differentiator to appear a certain way. Um, Sometimes themselves being themselves not enough. So they have to kind of use that term as a badge of honor or as a pedestal to kind of put themselves on to appear a certain way because they need to either market for attention or market for money. That's really what it boils down to when it comes to that mistake. There are some folks that are awesome healers and do great work, but there are also some that misuse that title and try to use it as a crown while they use the people that they serve or the people that they want to impact as a footstool. There's a big difference. So that's mistake number one. Mistake number two, people are putting folks above others and themselves. So now we're going to flip. So, if that person was using in mistake number one, the people that they serve or want to market to as a footstool, these are the folks allowing themselves to be a footstool, whether they realize it in terms of making a conscious decision or not, by placing a human over themselves as another human living this life, learning through experience, trying to figure out their mission before they leave this earth. So, what I mean is, to put another human above yourself simply because they have gifts that you may not have or you might not have tapped into is a mistake. Nobody, and I do mean nobody, and my mama a teacher, she, or former teacher, she'd be like, girl, that grammar is terrible. But there should be a level playing field when it comes to humanity, right? We're all humans. Nobody should be better than the other when it comes to that. Just because somebody got some gifts doesn't mean that you should... Make yourself seem smaller or less valuable or not as worthy because you either seek services from a healer or because you see that some folks are more open with their gifts. It's okay; it's completely fine to say hey you you can respect and love someone for their gifts, and you can still love yourself as well. You don't have to take from yourself to give love to someone else, and I see that a lot. Sometimes folks will think lowly of themselves because they are idolizing people that are just like them. Those folks may not tell you what's going on with their life and they may not tell you some of the hardships, um, you know, that they go through. But it happens to everybody. And just because you don't see that from them or just because it's presented as if nothing happens to them doesn't mean it doesn't. And just because someone is able to provide a service or, or some gifts to people doesn't make them exempt from the human experience. So that's mistake number two. Mistake number three, people are not realizing that they are healers in their own rights. And this one makes me the most sad because, again, kind of piggybacking a little bit on mistake number two. Some folks really have it made up in their mind that they have zero gifts to offer themselves or to the world. And that makes me sad because at the end of the day, as I always say, right? And I've been saying this for the last seven years. And I don't think nobody's been saying this but me. I think I'm the first one to say this. I I know that's a bold statement, but it is what it is. I always say that we are all connected, but we're not all compatible. And the way I believe that we're connected is through the ability to help each other get through this experience. Going back to what I do with Spiritual Homegirl, right? Spiritual Homegirl helps other people, but that's about helping people. In their communities and ultimately making a small impact on the world, one person at a time. I really do believe that things are systemic and um, a lot of things can be systemic in nature. And knowing that people will disregard their place in the system of us being able to help each other and connect with this experience, in the, even in the smallest of ways. It, it's it's saddening. I'm not even going to lie. It's, it's very saddening because it's like if only people realize their potential and if only people were able to realize that the gifts that they swear they don't have might be just an ancestral conversation away. It might be just a, um, a, a setback away because sometimes you don't find your gifts through happiness. Sometimes your gifts come through sadness and sometimes those gifts come through testimony and sometimes those gifts come through things that you would never expect would make a diamond out of coal. I, for certain, could say that. Some of my gifts came, oh, it's natural. And in some things, I had to literally die <laughs> energetically for. You know what I mean? Not that I wanted to, but they just kind of came when the smoke cleared. I was like, oh, wow, this is what this is. Or, wow, this is something that I always was connected to and now I see now. Now, another thing, too. Going back to the ancestral conversation. This is a hot take and some of you may disagree. Um... And I don't care. <laughs> I said that respectfully. You can disagree with me. You agree with me. It's fine. I'm going to get these points off regardless. To me, the whole, inter- I'm a second something generational healer. I'm an intergenerational healer. Okay. To me, it's not a big deal. And the reason why is because everybody is. If they were able to discover the gifts of their ancestors, if they were able, I mean, there's some people who are adopted who may not know that they have gifts. And to me, I think when folks, I don't know, like I just, like it's nothing, it's, 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 it's cool. It's cool, but it's nothing to where it's like a, ooh. And maybe because I'm technically a fourth generational healer, I can say that. Because technically, if we're going to go backwards, we go on back, let me see, one, two, three, four, yeah, let me, let me, let me, yeah, that's four. So technically, I have gifts that I share with the world. You all are experiencing one of them now. That's four generations that I know of. And if I wanted to do some more digging, I could probably find more. Now, the reason why I don't think it's a big deal is because if people have more conversations with their families or was able to kind of tap in with some of those gifts, they can say the same thing, too. I don't look at it as a differentiator, as me being better than. Again, as a fourth generational healer, my sister got gifts like, you know, what I'm saying like it's other people in my family that go upward, generationally speaking, that have gifts. Not to tell their business, but you know, people have it and there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't like when people use that word to make it sound like they're better than. I'm pretty sure some of y'all asked y'all mamas and grannies if they could see some of y'all gonna tell me, yeah, that's a gift. Ooh. So now you realize it's in your family. And if you know, it and I know, <laughs> if, you, if you know, you know, when I said your granny or mama can see, there's different things, there's different gifts. And it's not always something that's super duper, like clairvoyant or things like that. Sometimes some folks have gifts of healing through food. Sometimes people have gifts through use of the land in terms of herbs and, and things like that, making medicines. Sometimes those, those gifts come through different things. The gift of music, the gift of, you know, foresight, the gift of proper communication, the gift of emotional intelligence. Some people actually had, you know, even though a lot of us aren't necessarily born being awake to a degree. Some folks have that gift, where they were able to, they were able to have that, and they were able to have some type of emotional intelligence or spiritual intelligence, and then, you know, continue to cultivate it while they were here on Earth. There's so many different gifts, is what I'm saying, and just because. You don't necessarily know where it lies in your family and other people can. Doesn't make them better than you. That's all. That's, it's just the way, you know, the the things that happen in your life were set up. Some folks can't help. And this is another thing I disagree to when it comes to this whole spiritual stuff. I disagree that people pick their destinies. Like, there are some folks who would not wish to be chosen to be born to the family that they were born into or not have the information regarding their family or birth families that they would like so i always try to keep that in mind when it comes to discussing that because everybody don't have the privilege of being born and being in contact with their birth family and everybody does not have the privilege of having stable healthy solid like joyful relationships with their family some folks grew up in pure hell with their families and then you telling folks, oh, well, you chose that. I I can't stand that. That's spiritual bypassing to a degree. Can't stand it. I'll probably talk about that in another episode, too. Whenever the words come, because I know they come and I feel them. I feel it. I know I'm going to speak on that because to me, that's another way of ignoring things. To me, I think spiritual bypassing is a combination of mental, spiritual and emotional avoidance. But I'll get into that in another, another episode. But those are three mistakes that I wanted to just kind of, you know, put on your brain to see. You know, if you're making those mistakes and if so to stop and course correct before you devalue yourself unnecessarily over something that should not be worth devaluing yourself over. So, again, mistake number one, people themselves using the term to place themselves over others. Mistake number two, people are putting folks above others and, you know. In in themselves, (laughs) and then people not realizing they're healers in their own rights. Remember, we have so many different gifts to share with the world. It doesn't always have to be in the sense of "quote unquote" spooky psychic. It doesn't have to fall into that at all. The gifts that warm the spirit can be anything. It just depends on what you determine value of. To me, I think everything is awesome. If someone can play a nice tune on the piano or sing a nice song, that makes my heart grow. I feel my heart grow. If someone can make me a, a, a meal and I can feel it deep in my soul, how warm and comforting it is, that's a gift to me. And then, you know, if other people got the gifts, you know, whatever it is, with, with, no matter what the divination is, if they have gifts in that regard, cool. But none is better than the other to me. If somebody knows how to make a nice tonic, you know, for for blood tonic shots of black root tonic. But, you know, if they were able to, you know, do things like that, that's a gift, too. These are great things. And just because the gifts aren't similar, doesn't make them less than. OK, so remember, homegirl loves you. I want y'all to really sit with this and to see if you're making these mistakes and also to kind of reflect on your own gifts. What gifts do you have to provide to the world? I want to know. Let me know something. I want to know if you're curious to so let me know because I'm nosy. I want to know. Send me an email at at spiritualhomegirl.com. I want to know If you heard this episode Episode 317 I want you to say Hey homegirl I heard your episode And these are my gifts to the world Because you deserve Let me say this again You deserve to put yourself On the same level As you put others above you For those that are doing it You're just as worthy, you're just as talented, you're just as gifted. We just got to have that confidence match if you're lacking. And if you're lacking the confidence, that's okay. But the beautiful thing about these types of days that we have as as humans is that we can always change the trajectory of how we feel day by day. It's not easy. It's not going to happen overnight for some. But we have the power to do so. So with that being said, y'all... This has been episode 317 of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself, and whatever you do, do it with love. And that includes (laughs) discovering your gifts. And also, if you have not gotten my zero, I keep wanting to call it zero regret, regret zero checklist, get the zero regret checklist, okay? All right, click the link in my show notes. I'll see you in your inbox. Love y'all. Peace.